þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. Yes, I have to feel so your 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 show, Hulle. Yes. Your animated masterpiece. Well, yes. Is going it's season two, right? It's season two. Season two. So season one is already screened. Yeah. And uh, season two is going to premiere tomorrow. Yes, it will premiere tomorrow. So tomorrow by the time people the hear moon. this, it's already premiered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are in the past. We are in the past. So Hello, it's, future people. It's too late to kind of advertise for uh, the, the whole uh, premiere. Because, yeah. yeah, we're hoping people will come. You know, I'm. I think they will. Yeah. Is it so? It's it's you're gonna the premiere is gonna be at Bio Paradis. Yeah, we're gonna show the first two episodes, but then the actual uh, TV premiere will be on Thursday, which is also mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Which is in the recent past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, how many episodes is it? It's eight episodes. Eight. Yes. Eight episodes of hilarity. And give me a rundown. What happens in this series? Well, Hulli, he... He's ha- you. He's me. He's a character that is based on me. A characterized version of yourself. Yes, a, a, an animated version of myself. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, well, he, uh, he... In this series, he confronts the Prime Minister of Iceland, which is nothing like the Prime Minister of Iceland right now, because it was written... When the old Prime Minister. When the old Prime Minister was. I hate Icelandic politics, because it's all so fucked up and corrupted, that when you try to, like, make fun of it, it's almost too late, because there's another thing. It's already happened, It's like that sketch, I saw this cartoon sketch, of a cartoonist, who was was about to draw, like, a cartoon of Trump. Yeah. and, And his wife comes in and says... Hey honey, um, I'm afraid that thing cartoon you're doing right now already happened. (laughs) 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 It's it's such a horror, horror show. And uh, yeah, and uh, then uh, then it will just go on. I think it will be able, it will be available for binging after uh, this weekend though. Like on, on the Rube website. The whole website. series will be just dumped on Rube website. So the young people who do the binging. Who don't watch TV. Who don't watch the linear uh, agenda. Linear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no idea. Yes. It'll be educational for them. They'll go, oh my God, the Panama Papers. This is terrible. I've got to do something about it. And then we'll be able to say, we did last year. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't get what you were saying right now. The, you know, the Panama Papers. Yes. And how it happened last year, and obviously these people will not have noticed that that happened because, because it was on a linear, it was a linear uh, yeah. television mm. programming schedule. Yeah, schedule was the word that I was schedule. looking for because agenda and schedule is the same word in Iceland. What? Yes, dagskrá. 
Daskrau is a gender and skate. Well, no, you you can use them in the same way in English as well. Yeah. Because if yeah. you have a meeting, you have an agenda in the meeting. Yeah. So here's the agenda. agenda. Is almost cool. The agenda. The agenda. Is is it like a the homosexual agenda or something? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the homosexual agenda. <laughs> I Just, love that. I love that people think there's an actual conspiracy regarding. Oh yeah, we have meetings sure. about it. We <laughs> yes, do. Like so we funny. meet every Wednesday and we discuss the agenda. Top of the list is, you know, toppling the church. Of course. Because that's what we do. Yeah, because you are Satanists. We're Satanists. Um Man. right right after that Satan is Satan um, has more cocks. He does have more cocks. And some pictures I've seen. <laughs> on deviantart.com. <laughs> In, in some tentacle porn movies. I've oh been my watching. god. Tentacle. There's tentacle porn? You never heard about tentacle porn? No. Well, it's mostly in animated form and hentai. Yeah, I know about hentai. I've never watched hentai. No, me neither. It doesn't do anything for I, me. I would rather see actual people. Yeah, I like people. People like yeah. with flesh. Three, three, like three dimensional. Three dimensional. Although their personalities are often very two dimensional. Yeah, and sometimes they're too loud. Yes, sometimes, yes. Because, you know, not every porn is like, oh, oh, oh my God. Sometimes it's... Yeah, that even made me uncomfortable. Yeah, just <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Like, more, uh, yes, sometimes sex is just, uh, shh, you'll wake the kids. Yeah. <laughs> or, my parents are sleeping in the next room. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. coming over when your parents are over. <laughs> We've all had to do that, haven't we? Um, a quiet orgasm. Yes, well, it's uh, men aren't uh, as loud and bad as women, in my experience. Mm. Although, it's... I've been with guys who I've actually like put my hand over their mouth. Yeah, so you've been so with screamers. I've been with screamers. It's not my favourite thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, I've been with a couple of screamers. They're like, ah! Ah! You know, you yeah. know where that happens? It's yeah. so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that sounded bad. I, did I ever tell you about the, there was this one time I was with this guy and he just made these um, noises like he was not enjoying it? Yeah. I told you about that, right? Yeah, I think so, yes. And, and it seemed like it was, it just sort of, I was like, is everything okay? Yeah. And then I went back to keep on going and he's like, oh, oh. I mean, yeah. are you are you sure everything's okay? Because this whole situation's looking really rapey. Like I, yeah, I'm, I'm not I know really me. Uh, also, that person didn't he get pointers before? He must get a question every time. Well, a lot of times. But are you all right? I don't know. Well, like, oh, I actually think he was normal. from a particular nationality, right? And I have asked a friend. From that particular nationality, if mm. this is something, um, and and this friend told me that in a lot of that culture, a lot of a lot of gay guys who haven't had sex just have these weird rape fantasies. Yeah, yeah, and so they kind of pretend like they're oh, yeah. struggling, yeah. and then I ended up I ended up just going, you know what, this isn't <clears throat> working. Yeah, um, I, I this makes kind of sense, although I don't really understand it. But once I I I was. Um, co-hosting with my friend Anna Tara mm -hmm. a, a, a radio show about sex mm -hmm. uh, on a national uh, uh, radio station Rost uh -huh. and uh, so I learned a lot of things about uh, 
sex mm-hmm. in that all at least the the sexual uh, um, sexual well i i learned a lot about the Fet- sexual worlds that i didn't belong to like fetish fetish yeah. and and uh, and uh, all the other sexualities and stuff like that so it was very educating and one thing i learned which uh, anatara uh, uh, taught me is the fact you know yes rape fantasies are very common yeah but uh, according to studies the more uh, uh, equal a society gets the less common the rape fantasy gets really yes so, so the ma- rape fantasy is a is a di- like a direct product of having an in- unequal society Probably, I mean, violent, violent movies mm. are always being produced because we live in a violent society. Mm-hmm. So that must, so I mean, I mean, art and fantasy and everything is always mirroring reality in a way, mm. which is yes, yeah, uh, because a part of me thinks it would be the other way around that the less, if we would live in a paradise. Mm then the fantasies would be more uh, horrific probably yeah but apparently not ne- not necessarily it's i've i've often thought about like you know how there are there are porn actors who specialize in rape fantasy right yeah i oh, i've uh, never seen yeah, it no, i don't want to see it but neither. i've i've had this thought that if they convince it cuz obviously on the porn set it's consensual yeah like it's an it's an act if they are convincingly portraying that they're the best actors in the world. Oh God, yeah, yeah. If, well, yeah, well. If they are, oh God. I mean, could you ever date? If you would be dating someone that you really like, and you find out he has a, like a rape fantasy, wants to, uh, uh, wants to, um, for you to perform the rape fantasy on him. I so couldn't. You couldn't. I you couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do it. You couldn't like go into character as a rapist well no because i mean because, i mean you you know i've i've been through it myself so yes of i course. i couldn't ever do that it would be that's that with, yeah. with this one guy who was doing that i was like nah i'm tapping out you this is... of course oh yeah that makes perfect sense that you wouldn't be able Mm-mm. well would avoid it after having been through the experience yourself but before that do you think you would have having no idea about the reality of of, of what yeah I don't think so. No. I don't I think I think probably before that I mean I can't even really comment on it because it happened when I was so young. Yeah. Well, the first time. Right. Okay, we're getting dark. We're getting dark and deep. We can okay. we can skip we, this. We can skip, skip this. this. Okay. Maybe for um, later more uh, serious episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so you're excited about yeah, the my my television Your television show. Show. That's what we were talking Your about. Your comedy TV <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's it's uh, I mean, it's uh, I've, uh, it's done. It, you worked on it for so long. Yes, I worked on it for about a year, and mm. it's uh, it's an amazing, beautiful thing. I love it. And when will it be available with English subtitles? It will hopefully be available ASAP. Uh, I'm not sure when though. I will try to make it happen. You just said ASAP, right? Yes, I know. Okay, I was yeah. trying. Yes, yes. It R-S-R- sounded like you were saying it'll be available uh, as a P. 
It will be available uh, as a P. As a P, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it will be available in P form. P form. Uh, if you want it within English subtitles, you will have to get it in urine form. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's actually a play on word, you know, urine form, because you're informed. Formed, yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it doesn't make any sense, but, uh, you know. What, what does these what days? What does these days? Are we li- living in a dream? Is this real life? Is this uh, just fantasy? Because... What in a landslide? No escape from reality. And on that note, I am Australian. I am Icelandic. Together we are Australia. 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 Australia is a wasteland populated by by robot people robot people who are escaping the evil lord Trump also known as President Poopy Pants yeah that's a wonderful uh, science fiction right there so Australia is a wasteland yep Populated by robot people. Yeah. Who, who are, are escaping, escaping President Poopy Pants. Yes, but President Poopy Pants he doesn't like robot people because they are minorities. They're different. Yeah. They're 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 rapists and they're murderers. Yeah. yeah and they're yeah. they're bad hombres. And they're yes, they're bad hombres. I don't know, maybe some of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> He's built he built a wall um for for the robot people to to not be able to get into non-Australian territory populated but robot people other than half robots half people yeah I think they would be half yeah. ro- maybe they had to um, maybe maybe they became like hybrids so they could have a collective consciousness that's what I was thinking yeah yes, 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 and they yes, could yes. Use, like sensate they could use all of their mm. um, minds together to become this one entity to get over the wall and overthrow President Poopy Pants but you don't need the wall in Australia it's an island it's an island. Mm. It is an the island. The wall is made of sea. Yeah. It's interesting that we've decided it's a barren wasteland because um, Australia will become an arid dust bowl eventually. Oh, what do you mean become and eventually? <laughs> <laughs> as in, as in, like the the they as we have mined the fuck out of it to the yeah. point where the boom is over, oh, and there is nothing else left to export. Like, I mean, we've already sold all the land to China. Like the biggest. Um, uh, farming lands in Australia are owned by Chinese companies to c- produce rice. So, um, uh, so that's what uh, Mad Max is based on, basically. Well, that it's in, it's it's quite fascinating because back then mm-hmm. we didn't know this. No, but it was uh, although the mining boom had begun in the eighties. Yeah, but that's what science fiction authors do. They're like hmm, they predict what's yeah, going to happen. Is, this is this is going to end. Well. Just look at sliding doors in Star Trek. Yes, sliding is that when Gwyneth Paltrow went into space and and, and then an, an and then an other an other version <laughs> didn't go into space. Yeah, yeah. sliding doors and cut her hair. Yeah, <laughs> remember? The, yeah, she cut her hair just so that yeah. we wouldn't be confused as to which one was which. Yes, of course, and uh, because uh, the I would love to space. I would love to have been in the writing room for that movie where they're like, wait, 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 wait. 
people are too dumb. This is going to be too confusing. How do we get them to know that the, this is the alternate Gwyneth and the other one is the the pre Gwyneth? She'll she'll cut her hair. Yeah, yeah. And she'll she'll go blonde. Ooh yes. Ooh. But which one will cut her hair? The one in space. The or? one. The one. Yeah, because it's. It, it, there's no gravity, so to well, have long hair in Star Trek, there's artificial gravity. Okay, well, to have you I was, silly buffoon. I was just gonna think. Well, Sandra Bullock cut her hair for gravity. Yeah, well, that's when they that that was like uh, that wasn't Star Trek. They all it's based on real space. It's based on things. now. It is. Did you know that gravity is based on real space things? Yes, <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Knowledge is power. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a very realistic space in that movie. It is. There was an astronaut who um, talked about how realistic it was. And mm. if you have you ever seen the Blu-ray of Gravity? No, I've just seen the theater. There are amazing special features about how they created the light reflection and they actually got these huge lamps in the mm. studio to mimic the sunlight mm. and worked out at exactly this point during the movie the sun should be there. Right. So it's yeah. it's it's scientific okay. like they But did you know that when it snows my eyes <laughs> are the light that you can be seen. Baby! That's my favorite I part. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, did you know? <laughs> now I can never start the sentence with did you know. Did you know? But did you know that when it snows, yeah. my uh, eyes become large and the light that you shine can be seen? Mm. Uh, no, that sentence just made sense to me for the first time in my entire life. I was just on a date where we were uh, uh, not arguing but debating mm -hmm. on which one is the more romantic song, uh, Kiss from a Rose, Rose yeah. or Don't Wanna Miss a Thing. I, hands down, Kiss from a Rose. I know this as well. This is my opinion as well. Uh, but uh, did you know mm. that in uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxies, uh -huh. when they did the non-gravity -gra scenes, mm. they did it underwater. They were just swimming in a pool. I've often wondered how scary that is for actors, because um, if you're under the water and you obviously cannot have breathing equipment, and I mean, I've, I've had to be in scenes in films before where the director literally, because they want that shot, has no concept of how long you can do something for. Yeah. You know, like, it, can you imagine being, okay, so we just want this take, and you have to swim from here to there. Like, remember in, in Alien 3 where they had to swim underneath, four. you know? Four. Four. It was four. That's yes. right. The one with Winona Ryder. Yeah. Who, uh, yeah, who, it was a terrible movie. Um, but... The I, I I often see that in daylight, you know, when they've got to swim under things. Yeah. Like, what happens if they're like, oh, can you take longer? Mm -hmm. or, or we just want one more and you're like, I don't have any breath. I don't. I don't know. I think that would be the, I mean, <clears throat> if you're going to be an actor and uh, especially do action movies. You'd you probably gotta, train gotta for to take it. a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm. You so probably. got to have to be professional. Which is like, people like Lucy Liu. Yeah. She, um when she first got her first action film, she just started training in martial arts and has continued to. Yeah. yeah. Same with Keanu Reeves. Was it Ballistic X versus Sever? Versus Sever. <laughs> <laughs> but she was amazing in Charlie's Angels. Yeah, sure, sure. I love watching her beat people up. 
I will love watching people beat other people up when it's fake. Yeah. Because violence is beautiful when it's not real. Because that is where violence belongs in fiction. In fiction, we actually the world is is less violent than it has been for like fifty years now. Yeah, because of the fiction. Mm. Fiction has been taking all the violence. <laughs> Damn fiction, taking all our violence. <laughs> Uh, I mean, slowly, just slowly, the fiction has been taking violence from reality. Yeah. And people are like, hey, where did my violence go? I'm all of a sudden peaceful and stuff. I went into the fiction. You went into the movies. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, so damn let's, go, let's go see it. Like a child that's been adopted and you're, you're watching it from across the street. <laughs> what? Like a child that's been adopted and you're watching it from a closet. Because your violence has been taken away from you. Like your parents. And put it in a movie. I don't know. I think this was an interesting analogy. Analogy. I could have said analogy. Analogy. But it's my thing. It's your thing. Having a thick Icelandic accent. It's the only thing I got. I'm American theology. I'm an American comedian. And I put the... A wrong emphasis on, on the wrong syllables. Syllables. Syllable. Si- but syllable is syllable. actually. Hey, let's Iceland. talk about syllables. Syllables. Yeah. Remember when we talked about syllables? No. On one of the Australia episodes. No. And you and Bilke kept screaming at me. Stop talking about syllables. Uh was that in San Francisco? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't remember it. I was yeah. on a bender. <laughs> I think we were drunk for four days. We were. We were. It was fun. That's how you cope with... Well, as an Icelander, that is how you cope with all other countries because there are so many people. Does it intimidate you to be around so many people in other countries? I find it sometimes a bit scary when I'm in a huge city like LA or New York, although I find it uh, fascinating and adventurous at the same Mm -hmm. time. But basically, you've been raised in a fishing village. You have. And uh, so when I go into a city, I'm just standing at a, like a subway station. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's subway. It's American. Yeah. Well, it's it's an international. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> um, because it's the tube. On that note, actually, at my day job the other day, one of the bartenders, an American, said, "Um, could you tell me where their subway is?" Mm. And he said, "Yeah, it's just down the street. It's on the left." And he thought she meant the subway restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, I didn't realize till afterwards she probably meant the subway is in for transport. And restaurant is a very generous word. <laughs> Sandwich shop. Although I like them, but it's a, it's a very very drunk, very good drunk food. And they are not uh, uh, waiters; they are sandwich artists. They're sandwich artists. Did you know yes, that? Yes. Yeah, well, artists in the way that uh, like you're a painter if you do a paint by a numbers thing. Mm-hmm. That's that the kind of artist they are. Sandwich artists. Yes, I'm sorry if I'm shitting on you when you're working at Subway, but you know it's not like a high point in your life. No. Anyway, what I was saying, if you're standing at a trade station and I, I look around and see all these people going into different directions, mm-hmm. and I get kind of just overwhelmed yeah. by all these people because... Being, if you live in Reykjavik, you're used to see the same people over and over again. Yeah. Without even knowing them, you just see them. You know their face. Yeah, you know their face. But uh, in a regular city, mm-hmm. which is just everything that's bigger than Reykjavik, um, there, uh, there you will see people that you will never see again. Yeah. I remember a feeling of that when I 
when I used to live in the tiny town in Australia of like 1,000 people. Um, you lived in tiny town? I lived in tiny town. With its wharfs? It's right next to lazy town. Um, I mean, you know there's a movie called Terror in Tiny Town. It's nope. a western that's only, only, it only has dwarfs in it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder if any of them are still alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why yeah. that's where my mind went to. It's... But but I remember I remember I'd been living in this teeny tiny town of like a thousand people for a year, and then made my first trip back to a capital city. Mm. And uh, my you know my husband at the time was at a conference, and so I was at the big shopping mall because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we need new clothes, so I went there, and I was overwhelmed because I had walked around this shopping mall for two hours and hadn't spoken. Right. No one had spoken to me and it shocked me because I had was it was I was just with thousands of people mm-hmm. who I didn't know. So no one said anything. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I ordered something that someone um, I think I even got a coffee and the only sentence I said was what I wanted. And then they just gave it to me. There was no conversation. Oh, they didn't speak. back. They didn't speak. And, and I was like, oh, wow, I, I used to live this way. Yeah. Um, and then you sat in the corner with your coffee and started to cry. I was just alone, and I was just like, wow, that's, that's an interesting experience. But actually, I, I was watching Family Guy last night, and it was a new episode where they go to San Francisco. And it reminded me of, of, of our trip there, because, I mean, they did the airport exactly as it looks like. They came out and went, ah, San Francisco. And then straight away, there were like homeless people going to rob them. Yeah. And they went, ah, San Francisco! <laughs> <laughs> yes, but did you know I got... Oh, sorry. Did you know that when it snows... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dead uh, now. Yeah. Scene. <laughs> so, did you know that I got a letter from the president? Yes, I did! Yeah, the president sent me a handwritten letter. He's like so cool. Yeah, we got such a cool... Well... All presidents are kind of cool right now. Except know, Trump. Yeah, because of the comparison. Like, everyone is extra cool. Except, like, Australia's prime minister is not. No. But your president essentially is, like, our queen. Yes. He doesn't really have a, a particular have job. He doesn't have a power like that, but he has, like, a veto power. Yeah. He can go... He's a balance of power. Yeah. 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 And he's elected. It's like, yeah. a, it's like Queen Amidala. Yes, he is an elected queen, he's like an elected Queen Amidala. Queen. Of course, it's a perfect example. Yes. And the only one I would ever think of. And I'm yes. proud of you for having think, Thank about, you. think it of it. I'm very proud of that You moment. think it good Wait, now. So you sent him socks? I sent him socks because... Did he ask for them? No. Uh-huh. No. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> Go on. If he would have asked me for socks, that would be an, even a better story. So why did you send him socks? Well, it was my marketing lady, uh, Raquel, mm-hmm. who had the idea when she heard that he likes socks. Uh-huh. <clears throat> he he collects socks or something, I don't know. And she said, hey, we should send him socks. I've got a... Uh, you, uh, and, she, and, I, and she made me write a note mm-hmm. for the president, mm-hmm. and uh, then she sent it to him. And uh, yesterday I got a response. In a handwritten letter. Where he said, thank you for the socks. I'm going to use them. I'm probably going to use them at a formal event where they are extra inappropriate. He's so cool. I know, right? You, this could be. You might be performing for him next. You never know. No, I, I can't. Uh, 
people shouldn't have me perform at formal events. So you I've, you couldn't even if even le- if the I've learned. A, here's a question: Even if the president of Iceland personally told you, "Hulit, I love your inappropriate poop jokes. I want you to perform at this event and not hold back," would you do it? So I would be performing for like uh, national leaders or mm-hmm. like senators. No, that's not the right word, but like uh, uh, like politicians and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I would just say shitty things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Okay, why not? I mean, uh, I know. Th- I mean, uh, a lot of them will laugh. I'm yeah. hoping like if it will be for other national leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you'd have to do it in English. Yes. As well, well, I'm funnier in English. I think. <laughs> Because of the wrong the syllables and, uh, <laughs> and uh, the emphasis. I got close to that kind of feeling last year when I was asked to perform at the Nordic House. Yeah. For it was like a big thing about educating foreigners what the deal is with Icelandic politics. Yeah. And uh, I I didn't realize until I got there that ambassadors from so many nations were going to be in the audience. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I sent my mum a message saying, oh my God, there's going to be um, all these ambassadors from other countries, like the Swedish, there was a, uh, the Norwegian ambassador, the Danish ambassador, um, uh, the, the American ambassador, all these people were there. Mm. And I said, oh, it's, it's pretty big. And she said, please don't swear. Okay. I did. Yeah. A lot. Yes. And I did my fuck Paul Oscar, as in I came here to have <coughs> sex with him bit. Mm-hmm. But you said fuck. I said I came here to fuck Paul Oscar. Mm-hmm. And they, they seemed to like it. But I was actually very nervous about it, so I understand that you yeah. don't, you don't <clears throat> want to be too inappropriate for those people. Well, I, well I, I'm going to return soon into a, a stand-up scene after a, a two or three month break. Mm-hmm. And... I don't, I don't, I'm, I've said this before, I'm not going to do more corporate gigs. I'm not going to do gigs where people ask me to come because it's, uh, my material is not made for that kind of an audience. Yeah. It's just, it's too, uh, well, <clears throat> I could say sometimes it's dark, but mostly it's just filthy. Uh, I have some good ones in there, but uh, uh, like nice ones. Mm. Nice ones in there, uh, but uh, I kind of feel like the filth. The nice ones are carried in with the filth, mm, mm. so I, I can't I can't do like a set with only my nice ones because they they complement each other. The filthy ones and the nice yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. It's a rich tapestry. Yes, it is. <clears throat> I can't just bring them just one color. I have to bring them the rainbow. You have to paint with all the colors of the wind. And Uh, on that note, it's it's time time for the embarrassment of gay (laughs) into the meaningful. (laughs) Embarrassment of the week. Yes. Um, I've got one, but it's not that embarrassing, so maybe I should. Yeah. Yes, we'll start. Okay. Um. So I. I was I was working the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy I work with it was his birthday the day after, and yes. he's he's taken some time off because his girlfriend is visiting from America, and so I was working with actually my new flatmate. Um, I now have a straight guy living with me. Okay, which because is, I was talking about this, you know, to someone, you know, because uh, I, I was just I think I think I was telling Trump or someone I don't remember. 
And yeah, he's looking for, he's getting a new uh, uh, yeah, flatmate. And, and, and for some reason, we, uh, we started wondering if he was gay. And uh-huh. I said, probably. No, he's so straight. So far, they've only been gay. He's flatmates. straight. And it's been handy because he knows how to fix things. Um, yes. <laughs> like the bathroom door was, the handle was loose. And so, you know, I had Is just... Is it because you were uh, testing out that uh, I'm so horny I could, <laughs> a, I could fuck a doorknob joke? See if it was possible? Yeah, 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 maybe. Uh, <laughs> on the road to successful bottoming. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he was working with me because he used to work in the kitchen. Uh, I took his job. Um, mm. So he was filling in and I was going to go buy a birthday present for the other guy. And he said... While you're down at Vinbuden, you know, the alcohol store, can you get me um, like a 10 pack of beer? And I said, yeah, that's fine. And so it was, you know, I, I walked all the way from Lebowski down to Vinbuden on Ossistrati. And then I'm walking back up the street and I'm carrying, I, I didn't realize that I'm kind of carrying the beer like it's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> And at the very moment that I, because the, the street, the main street was filled with cars. Um, and at the, at the uh, moment that I realized I was carrying these beers like a baby, I looked to my left and there was a stopped car and this woman in the car was taking a picture of me. Okay. And I don't know why. <laughs> I have no idea why. She was, I kind of looked and she kind of snapped it and then took the phone away. It was like, what, is this some kind of weird D-list celebrity spotting? Yeah. Is Joe like, Duffy yeah, carrying be. beer. Uh, yeah. Well, I, that was my embarrassment. <laughs> that's, yeah, it might be the, the, the weird D-list celebrity spotting thing. Maybe it was for Friar of Earth. What's that? It's a, <clears throat> it's a small Facebook group with slightly less than 2000 followers uh-huh where we we post ironic uh like like celebrities ca- on their day off candid shots of celebrities like standing in a row walking across the street yeah i think it. i'm a member of that yeah. group actually yes and uh, <clears throat> the thing is i was very recently uh, i put pictures me was put in that group while i was Kissing a girl. I saw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm on an airplane going to Vilnius, mm. and I see when I get off the airplane, I turn on my phone, and the particular person who took the picture, who is a friend of mine, she sent me the picture. I said, "That's a, such a cute picture," and I said, "It is. It's a very cute picture because I really like the girl I was kissing." Mm-hmm. And uh, then I realized she posted it on uh, Friar of Earth. Yeah. And I said, "Put take that fucking picture off the fucking page now." <laughs> I said it in a chat, and I sent it. I don't know, called her up, like, "Just take it, take it down. It's not cool." Because uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Um, I, I didn't like to be angry with my friend, and I know she meant very well. But uh, uh, it's a picture of me kissing someone, and oh. Aside for you know the breach of um, trust, yeah, uh, that I was pissed off slightly. I thought they were kind of ruining uh, the whole uh, joke of the page. 
because the pages it has to be really mundane things. And you're that's not doing something mundane. No, kissing someone is not mundane. That's that's actual paparazzi stuff. Yeah. That's that's uh, that's actually interesting, you know, if you will. So uh, they took it down after it had more than hundred likes, but. Um, What's the, how do you spell the group? F R F R I. As a, in the with I the letter I. Frey. No. Yeah. Frey Fausier No, that's no. like a spin-off. Okay. It's only famous people getting a hot dog. Okay. Okay. What's it? Frey Alfer. Frey Al, as in Al, the letter. Alfer. Oh, oh, I'm not typing it right. I will. Because I want to know if she yes. put that in that group. Oh, fair. Is it uh, in? Yeah, is what she said. Um, <laughs> I see no picture. Okay, of you, all right. Maybe it was a Snapchat or something. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. But that wasn't the embarrassment of my what week. What is your embarrassment of the week? Well, I got a, I got a couple for you. I okay. actually have four, but I'm going to pick two and then maybe save the next one All for right. the next episode. It's been uh, a big week. It's been a big week. Uh, one is that, uh, yeah, I was ha- I had my uh, iTunes playlist on mm-hmm. shuffle on my computer the other day. Mm-hmm. And then before I go to sleep, I just, sh- uh, just close the computer. Mm-hmm. And then... I go to uh, the next morning. I go to a coffee house, mm-hmm. and it's very like it's very early in the morning. It's very like quiet. Mm-hmm. Open my computer, and the song that's on just starts blasting. And it's Anya. <laughs> was it Sail Away? Uh, I think it was Caribbean Blue. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, you know, you appreciate. Yeah, well, I, I was, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes you just have to take those guilty pleasures and just throw them into the faces of the public. Whatever happened to Enya? Um, the last thing I know was when she did the song for uh, Lord of the Rings. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Was that the one? Who can say? Da, 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 da. No, no, that's time. That's the that's song. That's time. Only time. Only time. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Uh, but the second embarrassment was when I went to Sonar. You went to Sonar? Yes. Well, the girl I like was there. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, so I, try, I, I decided to use my connections to get in there as well. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, finally meet up with her, uh, and uh, but it's kind of funny when I finally see her. I <clears throat> uh, uh, the uh, I see like ten other friends of mine. I like hug at least ten people before I can finally get to her, mm-hmm. and, all, and also be- before the final person that stops me before I get to her is basically is some guy I don't even recognize. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like a bearded man, a very handsome man. And he says to me, he, he, he reaches out of his hand and while we're shaking it, he says, are you who I think you are? And uh, it's, a, it's, some, it's like something that I get asked sometimes. In, a, in Was he Icelandic? In, a, in English. In English yes. he said, yes. so he's not Icelandic? He's not Icelandic. Uh-huh. 
are you who I think you are? Uh-huh. And I go, uh, me? Who, who, do I, who do you think I am? And he says, are you the guy I've been talking with uh, at Grindr for the past three years? <laughs> Did you say yes? I said, no, I'm afraid not. But I was like, I was so gobsmacked. Yeah. I was like, because three, my mind was going, did he say three, three years? And he thinks it's me. And uh, I was actually wearing the expensive suit from Vilnius. So yeah. I was like, I look, I didn't look like myself really mm, that much. Mm. Uh, and I also later on, I found it kind of, I got very uh, self-conscious because I was, Kind of very fancy compared to all. That's these. so nice. There were so much, so many uh, hipsters, white, white girl wasted, wasted. <gasps> hipsters. I don't notice them any longer. Mm. But uh, uh, there were so many white girl wasted mm. people. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. And then nowhere the next day for some reason. Oh. So at le- they were hungover. They were hungover, but yeah. I thought the young people could go so he, two days in a row. So what did you you just said? I'm sorry, no. I'm sorry, no. <clears throat> but then uh, my date was standing there, and I said, "Okay, hi. Uh, this is this is her, and uh, uh, I introduce her, and I say uh, he thought I was a grinder uh, guy. He met some grinder has been talking to a better for uh, three years. You said that." Yeah. And Why she, did you say that? So that we could, because she was, because I was really like, huh. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So I had to include it in the conversation and make it, and also make it less embarrassing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Which I did. And it became a very fun conversation. She laughed and laughed and that, and she said, what, does it look like him? Yes. And, and apparently this guy is, he's a lawyer. Uh, and you look like a lawyer. And she says, oh, that, these are not his regular clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually says, this is just a costume. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. <laughs> and was he okay after that? Yeah, absolutely. Did you ask to see uh, a picture of this guy? Uh, oh, I should have. I should have. But mm. I, was, uh, I was slightly stoned. And therefore, and wearing a very fancy suit yeah. in a brightly lit, huge area with yeah. a lot of people. So I was... I have a bit of paranoia in yeah, me. I yeah, wanted yeah. to go into a corner and think alcohol. I just, I'm just trying to think because you know I, I, I live in this country. I can't think of anyone on Grinder who's a lawyer who looks like you. Mm. So an Icelandic guy. Yeah, yeah. I think it was an Icelandic guy. Was that called? Well, just just drag him out. Uh, Isar, Isar, uh, an Icelandic lawyer. There is a bearded handsome A lawyer guy. or Isa Loye the DJ? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe this guy's oh, got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's he's in a relationship, so it wouldn't be him. No. Okay. I'm I'm opening grinder now to see if I can find an Isa. Oh god. <laughs> so <laughs> So Isa, if you're listening to this. Um, yeah, the guy I've been talking to for three years thinks that you I mean, look three like years. Pele. If you have a conversation with someone on a dating app for three years, is that common? Yeah, but you know, people sometimes look different in person. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've 
I found another Issa, but that's that's not you for sure. No, that no, is, no. I know is, this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I can. Or no, that guy's not Icelandic. That guy's Swedish. Swedish. Um, no. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if I can later on. I'm just gonna look through all the pictures and see if I can find a lawyer named Issa who looks like you. Oh look, there's Palle. Is Palle on Reddit? Yeah. There he is. There he is. What? What's he say? Oh, I thought, I thought it said 66. I was like, what the fuck? No, he's much younger than that. Um, cool. Well, I um, I had a, another slightly embarrassing moment. Yes. But it was, it was uh, just a moment of me, um, you know, going, ah, I'm in my 30s. So, you know, I've, I've, I've recently stopped drinking. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I just feel my liver needs it. I've, I've started preparing my meals. And, uh, and last night, after I had a, a business meeting, I went home. And I prepared some meals for the week, and then I got into bed, and then I put in... So you're feeding the week? I'm feeding... Yes, I'm feeding yeah, the week. You're... I have to feed the week, or it will take me. Um, oh, no, I thought, like, we, the week, the week... People. I eat my meals for the week. <laughs> yes, I go out every morning, and I say, excuse me, you look malnourished. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you look for skinny people? Uh, yeah. Hmm, I made you a meal. <laughs> Here, oh, thanks. I think um, no, and and, uh, and I got into bed, and uh, the last thing I did before I got into bed was put in my mouth guard. Yeah, because I've been grinding my teeth in my sleep. Because you're so hungry. I because <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but I I used to when I was younger, and I have this like rubber mouth guard. Right. Uh, um, and it goes on the bottom jaw and it kind of stops me because I noticed yesterday like my teeth were hurting and it was like because I've been grinding them and I just thought to myself as I was lying in bed with this mouth guard in that kind of makes me breathe like this I was like what a catch I am well what it's, a it's catch. charming it's the faults that make us charming yeah people like us because right after i had done some nasal spray and... yeah 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 absolutely yeah, this is uh, this is one of those wisdoms i've heard somewhere on the internet or in a podcast or maybe in a movie or maybe from an actual person mm-hmm. which is um people like us because of uh, our faults no what's mm-hmm. the opposite of faults our strengths yeah, people like us because of our strengths, yeah. but they love us because of our faults. Oh, it's so beautiful. It is kind of, isn't it? So I wish I had a mouth guard. Like, Do guard, you grind your uh, teeth? No, just someone who guards my mouth and makes sure uh, some of the things that go out of my mouth mm. don't. Did I tell <laughs> you about the, the stupid thing I said to a, a security guard the other day at work? No. Oh, he came in and I was, I had just finished like a 13 hour shift and I was washing my hands and he said, Jono, I've got this amazing picture to show you. And he, I said, oh, please don't let it be your kid. <laughs> and he went, the, he just, his face dropped. Yeah. <laughs> I went, oh God, it's your kid. I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, <laughs> they should learn. When you have a kid, you come, become a part of a certain cult yeah. where you can only have a certain type of conversation with that cult, with co- other cult members. You cannot have that conversation with people who don't have kids mm. because they don't understand. Mm. We don't understand. We, yeah, sure, wow, okay, a tiny person. 
yeah. said a stupid thing because its brain is small. Yeah. That's what we think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they yeah. think, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? It's still alive. I, I made this and she said a sentence that's like that. Yep. It's not that special. But my mouth has been getting me into trouble all this week. Like just to, it was a really fucking awful shift. Mm. Um, insanely busy in the kitchen at Lebowski the other day. And someone came into the, the kitchen and said, how is the day going? And the other guy I was working with and I were both like, it's shit. It's, it's awful. Oh, it's not that bad. And I said to, <laughs> I said to this guy, it is literally the worst day of my entire life. And I've tried to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I bet that went on very easily. I was working with lost it. He's like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah. He's upset. Ha ha, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy I said it to didn't know how to take it no, at all. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, I try um, to not to be too dark in person because I've, I've had bad experiences. People don't get it. No. They don't understand not. it. Well, it's also, well, it's, it's hard to be, well, I think I get my darkest at an actual when I'm doing a podcast for you. That's when I say the sickest. Yeah, thing. I don't think it's sick. I think it's honest. Yes, yeah. Well, potato, potato. Yeah, it's it's interesting doing this because we're on episode thirty nine now. We're mm-hmm. your age. Yes, we are your age, and uh, and I have found that not only has this podcast made me a better comedian. It's made me more in touch with who I am as a person. Yeah. Let's never talk about something like that ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now let's move on to uh, how to speak Australian. What have you got for me today? Yes. Well, mm. I have been having trouble finding new words, but then I remembered something called slangur punturis, which is just slang. Slang. Icelandic slang. That's amazing. Icelandic slang page. Slangur punturis. Slangur. And um, here I have some. Well, they 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 add p- things to it, and it's not necessarily uh, Ice, an Icelandic word. Mm-hmm. But uh, Narnia, we all know Narnia. Yes. I'm wondering if this is a, a slang or an urban dictionary thing in other countries, where you, you would say, "So is the boy still in Narnia or what?" Uh, what would that? What do you think that means? Is the boy still in Narnia? Is in like somebody's really late? No. Is the boy so still in Narnia? He's, he's, he, he, he like. He's, he's away with the fairies. No. He, yeah, well, almost. He is. He's in the closet. Yes. Because he's so deep in the yeah. closet, he's in Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't heard that one before. That's kind of brilliant. Oh, he's so deep in the closet. He's, he's in, in Narnia. Narnia. He's playing around with the So how do you say that in Icelandic? Er han drengur in ennþá í Narnia eða? Is the boy still in Narnia or what? Or Thuis is like, do you do you know? You can, yeah. yeah. So, I love it. Uh, oh, wow. That's that's brilliant. Is there another? I will find. Um, well, Samfarnaki. Uh, oh, this is a. This is a. Samfarnaki. Samfarnaki. This is an old one. I learned that one early. 
Sanfaranaki. Sanfarir. You know that one? Far is to go. Yes. To go together. Yes. Sanfarir basically means sex. It's intercourse. <laughs> to go together. To, they go together. They go together. Two people go together. Sanfarna. Sanfarasaban. Is it Naki? Naki. 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 Naki is the word for back of the head. Doggy style. No. Oh. The back of your head. So sex with the back of your head. Mm, but that sounds horrible. Yeah. Uh, you would at least need a, like a drill or something to make that. Oh God. No. Yes. No. Hey, what did I say about going that <laughs> when I'm with you? Suddenly we're in Jeffrey Dahmer territory. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So well, all, you need is a, all you need is a drill. All you need is a drill. Bob's your uncle. Well, it is my uncle. That time. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, Samfarnaki is the ty- the way your hair looks like after you've been fucking a lot. Sex hair. Sex hair, basically. You've been lying on your back having sex. Yeah. And Samfarnaki uh, is usually um, a woman thing because they usually have more hair. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a conversation I would have had some time in the past is, uh, goes, do, er, er Do I have sex hair? Yeah, and I said, uh, I'll fix it. You're uh, good, yeah. Yeah, you're good. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I only had one to teach you today. Okay. Which is, um, was kind of two words. So there's, the first you can say, chockers. Chockers, yeah. Chockers, not chuckers. Chuckers no. is throw me. Okay, chockers. Chockers or mm-hmm. chock-a-block. Chock-a-block. Uh, it's a piece of shit? Nope. Uh, something can be chock-a-block. Chock-a-block. So it's something to do with chocolate? Nope. Chock. Uh, I give up. It means something's full. It's chock-a-block. Yeah, like my week is just chockers right now. Yeah. As in it's filled up. Chockers. Or, or like I got you this gift bag and it's chock-a-block full of lovely things. Ah, yeah. chock-a-block. Chock-a-block. Oh, chock-a-block. Don't even know why. No. I, I, it just... It's chockers. Chockers, mate. Chockers. C-H-O-C-K-A-S, I think. <laughs> chockers. Chockers. I'm trying to put it in a sentence. Uh, my chock- week is chockers. Yeah, my week is chockers. How's your day been? Oh, it's just been chockers today. Yes, yes. Uh, but if you've eaten... I'm chockers. I'm chockers, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, do you want some more food? Nah, mate, I'm chockers. I'm chockers. Chockers. Well, now it's time for... Gay! Uh, gay to be strict! Now, I actually crowdsourced one for you today. Okay. And this uh, one came from our one of our newest fans, uh, who is also, you're going to like this, also the origin of the Sandra Bullock effect. Right. He, okay. he now listens to this show regularly. For those who just tuned in, go listen to that episode. It's uh, It was the beginning of a saga, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and I was like, I don't know what to ask today. But this is so appropriate because you were asked earlier if you uh, were the guy someone had been speaking to on Grinder. Yeah. My question to you today is it could be a philosophical one. So obviously you know that in the gay world... I told you before, Tinder's more if you want to date. Mm-hmm. Grinder, Scruff, um, Hornet, 
you know. What's hornet again? Hornet is just like grinder. Yeah, okay. You get stung. <laughs> um, <laughs> hornet grinder scruff. There's so many different ones. They're pretty much for finding someone to have sex with. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think straight people have have created something like that? Because well, actually, Grinder existed way before Tinder. Yes, I remember when I heard about Grinder, and I thought, shouldn't there be something like this for straight people? They did for a while. It was called Blender. Okay, and why didn't Blender work out? It just never took off. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing: there must be a difference between. Then it must be a male female difference. Mm. So there's something to do with the libido mm-hmm. of the man mm-hmm. versus the libido of a woman. If it's so stereotypically, and I thought this was just a social thing, and maybe it still is, mm. because you know we're all being brainwashed by uh, ancient ideas, also known as the patriarchy, mm-hmm. and um, uh, so so my thought of it is that uh, women are taught not to embrace their horniness Mm -hmm. as much as men Mm -hmm. and therefore they wouldn't click as much on an app like that as a man with a male libido with another man with a male libido yeah that's my theory but I feel the need to find it kind of wrong yeah, because women should be able to knock, knock, unzip as well. Yes, and which they do often. Yeah. But uh, not uh, commonly enough for it to be an app that would work for it. Mm. So, and also, I think this is a more obvious reason, is because in the imbalanced world that we live in right now, mm-hmm. uh, men are generally more dangerous than women. Yeah, men are more, more dangerous to women than to uh, women. Are to men. men. Yeah. Yes, this is obvious. And all, all everyone who says it's not like that is an idiot. Mm-hmm. I remember there is a page on on, uh, uh, on Facebook called Skutlarar, which is just uh, um, well, it's a page that uh, if you need a lift somewhere, you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. A, you, you hey, is anyone driving around? Can give me a lift over there? And um, I remember this one girl said. Uh, hey, can I get a lift from this place to that place? Uh, and please, only women. Uh, understandably, because mm. she just don't want, doesn't want to take the chance and with step, a strange, step yeah, yeah. to a car with a strange uh, rapist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she got a lot of shit about that. And also, she was, you know, she uh, is from like Middle Eastern descent. This mm-hmm. particular girl, she got a lot of racist shit <gasps> as well. And they, uh, some guys, some man tried to turn it and said, okay, I need a lift from someone, but not a Muslim. How does it feel? Oh, God. Yeah. Fuckheads. Yeah. And, um, of course, it's just, it's common sense. And uh, I think uh, this whole particular interaction bred another Facebook page, which was basically Skutler for women, uh, which is understandable. Yeah. Uh, more safe and I, if I were a girl I would go there because I would too yeah I mean uh, it's just you don't take candy from strangers mm. and uh, you don't go, you don't step into a car with a, a strange man mm-hmm. 
if you are not ready to to have if you are not ready on some level to have to defend yourself mm. uh, in a possible outcome <coughs> i think also there's an element uh, this there. is not yeah. this is not telling girls that they should be more careful this is just i'm saying that yeah. men, men are awful, are awful yeah. in this world and they and, are, and women they, are right to yeah and yeah they're feel right scared to, and yeah. still we live in a world where I, i feel like it's more common that women are taught to be careful around men than men are taught not to be fucking violent assholes and mm, rapists. Mm. This is where we should start on the whole uh, subject. We yeah. should start teaching the men not to assume that women owe them something. Mm. So I think that's basically the why. You've made me think of, of another reason as yes. well, which is I think this is why Grinder came about in the first place, was before Grinder. You really could only go to a gay bar mm-hmm. or go to a cruising spot. Yeah, cruising spot would like be in the bushes. The so. bushes are like a public bathroom that every yeah. all the gays know is a place where you can go. Hips or lips. Yeah. Hips What? Yeah, from the movie Cruising. Oh yeah, hips or lips. <laughs> hips or lips. Um, <coughs> what are you into? Uh, hips or lips. But I think... I was think, so macho. I think I've never yeah. seen as macho man as in Cruising. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, but but the I think it also came about because... You know, if it's if if you wanted to just go have a random hookup, you could go to a bar, look around, find someone, have a chat to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different. And when Grinder came about, it was probably very different then as well because you could talk to a guy, but mm. you don't know if he's gay. Oh, really? You, you it's not like you can always tell. But say again on Grinder. No, would... no. Before, like when you had to yeah, do yeah, it in yeah, real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah say yeah. if I went down to Bravo right now and had a chat with a guy and he was cute and I thought yeah. he was nice, I would actually have to ask him. Yeah. Are you gay? And yeah, you I have the that. whole thing of like, ah, so. Yeah. Did you have a girlfriend? Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that that makes it more comfortable. Because uh, then you can actually go, oh, this guy who's three meters away mm-hmm. is a raging homo. Yeah, and here's another. Th- yeah, and um, also, it's not like, you know, if if there would be a, a grinder for uh, uh, heterosexuals, mm. uh, according to what I was saying just then, is that then it will be flooded with creeps. Yeah. It's not like Tinder isn't flooded by creeps it, yeah. already. And Grindr is as well. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's why you have to have this. I mean, I know of a lot of my friends are in actually like a, a secret Facebook group together mm. where they say, hey, have you matched with this guy? And people go, yeah. Is he a creep? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Away from so I've heard of this creep as well. And yeah. that's why whenever... <clears throat> I hear uh, it's like a, a, a saying, it's like uh, in Icelandic, maybe it's uh, another version of it in English, but in Icelandic it is Kornurur Korn Vestar, which is women are the worst to other women. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it basically means a woman is never as much of a bitch as she is when it comes to another woman. That's mm-hmm. when she's really a, a bit to another woman. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think, no, no, this is wrong because if you're going to use the word bitch in that uh, context, man can be just as much, uh, just as bitchy to other men as supposedly women can be bitchy to other, to other women. women. Uh, and it's that's not what it is. And also, I find this to be more true about man because when it comes to 
uh, <coughs> subjects like like rape mm-hmm. or uh, sexual violence or uh, abuse in a, of any kind. I've seen when women who actually don't like each other, mm. they hate each other in fact, but oh I hate her, mm-hmm. uh, she annoys me to no end. Mm. But when maybe the other girl is getting abused by a man, she will get the support from people, yeah. from women who even hated her yeah, before, yeah, yeah. because together they, they are unstoppable in fact. Think. And that's why women are so much better than us in that matter. Yeah, they kind of are. Yeah. No. So I have uh, for you. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, looks like uh, I I count sources as well, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my male friend asked uh, a question. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, our female friend asked as well, but she was more articulate. So my male friend asks, where is it? Is there, is there like a beef between uh, lesbians and gay men? Oh! <laughs> and she asks, um, this is related Uh, she's always find it uh, curious how gay men have so many female friends Uh, uh, or at least they look like they uh, choose the friendship between uh, uh, heterosexual women rather than heterosexual men Uh, but in her experience it's seldom uh, lesbians Mm -hmm. so it's related to that whole beef thing okay Alright, well, it's time I tell you a story. The lesbians and the gays had a great divide back in 1943. It was called the Clash of the Rug Munchers. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> and you went there. I went there. No, no, no. Okay, so so here's my opinion on that. Alright, and I do I do agree with her. I, I can say I, I have lesbian friends, mm-hmm. but I can say the majority of... Actually, in my life currently, the majority of my friends are straight men. Yeah, that's, that's Iceland for you. Yeah, majority of my well, friends. That's is... me, basically. I opened well, the door. Right? Yeah, you... <laughs> and, uh, and welcome. I've never had so many straight male friends in my entire life, and I would say before when I was in Australia, I probably had more heterosexual female friends. I did know a, a few gay men, but I, I didn't really know many lesbians, like on on a, on a close friend basis. Yeah. And I think part of the reason for that is um, okay. So when you have this whole LGBTIQ, you know, I call it the rainbow alphabet soup. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many of us that come under this one umbrella. And literally, if you look at gay men and lesbians, we we supposedly... Ha- the only thing we have in common is that we're not heterosexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't... You know, I don't enjoy dating women. They don't no. enjoy dating men. So you can't have that conversation, really? Well, you, I mean, you, you can. can. Yeah. It's it's just that I think, you know, the times when I've, I've become good friends with lesbians, it has nothing to do with the fact that we're both gay. It's just about the fact that we um, have things in common. And I think it's... It, there, I, And I know there has been a divide in the past, and people do talk about it a lot when it comes to gay events, you know. Um, because... The, I, I think as well, there's, from the older generation of gay men, I think a lot of them 
I, I mean, I, I don't personally feel this way, but I've, I've, I've heard stories from about, you know, they had to fight harder than the lesbians did because right. they could just blend in more or, and, and in certain circumstances, um, okay. I, once again, I think part of it's patriarchy mm-hmm. because straight men find lesbians hotter and more acceptable sometimes than gay men. Yeah, well, because yes, it's a fantasy. Understandably, lesbian yeah, sex yes. is no. generally less offensive to straight men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, bit, than yeah, gay gay uh, sex. Yeah, and that's why they find. Uh, that's why I always when I f- find that a woman yeah. finds uh, two gay uh, men having sex to be uh, disgusting. Mm. Like when I hear, see see a scene like that in a movie or something, I go like, "But why shouldn't you find it hot?" Because you find lesbians having yeah. sex hot. Yeah, yeah, and it's. I mean, I do know straight women who find gay sex really hot. Yeah, um, yeah, I know so much about it. But it's. I. I don't. I don't personally feel that you should say that that there is a beef. No. It's just that the nature of our lives tends like when you come out of the closet, or when I did. You tend to try to surround yourself with people who are like you. Yeah. And I especially, I can only speak from my own experience. Coming out as a gay man in Australia, mm-hmm. my struggles and things were actually very different from like friends of mine who were lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, Why is that? I don't, I cannot, I think as well because men tend to be... Especially gay because men. Because men can... are heterosexual men are more tolerant towards lesbians. Well, because I found they are, that uh, they are ideally more hot when thought about having yeah. sex. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I mean they still experience homophobia and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I I I've had conversations with lesbian friends about this, and they've told me that not once have they ever walked home from a gay bar and thought that they were going to be jumped by a group of guys and beaten up. Because. Because. They don't even look at them and go, "You're gay." Yeah, they never, they never feared of uh, like yeah, 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 beaten up. Sorry, yeah, sorry, being yeah. beaten up. Oh, yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah. of course, you know they. But it's it's. I mean, they're women, so they yeah. they. I thought they would. They're more like... likely to have terrible things happen to them in that circumstance mm-hmm. than me. Um, but it it's it's just yeah. such a like it's not the same. Well, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's not the same uh, hatred because. You know, that's but that's often based on the fact that like homophobia and men who are particularly violent bef- towards gay men mm. uh, uh, are often tend to be uh, gay, gay themselves, themselves yeah. and they are in fact attacking themselves, and it's just self-loathing in a very physical, uh, in a very physical form. Yeah, and. Uh, so of course they wouldn't have the same hatred or fear or uh, or confusion towards lesbians because that they're not looking at themselves right there. And uh, I guess my point I'm getting at is that you, when you are coming to terms with a big part of yourself, such as your sexuality mm-hmm. or your gender identity, or yes. when it comes to those sorts of things, you you tend to surround yourself with people who are going through the same thing or are like you. Mm-hmm. And what can happen? Because I feel I'm not really there anymore. No. I know lesbians. I know gays. I hang around with straight people. All I just sounded like, like Donald Trump. I know lesbians. <laughs> I know gays. <laughs> Beautiful people. Huge dicks. Huge. The I, hang around, I hang around with straights. I hang all around the time. with straights all the time. I know them. Some of my best friends are poofs. 
<laughs> some of my best friends are like, it's like a it's a gay it's a gay shop yeah. some of my best friends, friends are straight hetero. yeah I know them they're okay yeah, yeah. some of them are rapists and killers and some bad hombres um, but, but what I think can happen is that I, I think it's if you as a person are not open to then evolving you'll just end up and I do know gay men who only know gay men and only hang out with gay men. Yeah. And they don't have any straight friends. And you go to a dinner party at their house. And they will go out of their way to exclude. And I I don't... I'm going to say this because yeah. I've never said this. If you are a gay man and you invite me to a dinner party and you tell me that you are actively excluding women mm. or you're actively excluding straight people, I will not come. I Because I don't... Completely. I don't want to... I... I I have evolved as a person mm-hmm. beyond that, that point in my life where I was surrounded by gay men. It's like, it's not enough. It's not enough to just hang around with people who are exactly like me. But it's a similar thing in, in the sense of when you're a comedian, most of your friends tend to be comedians or performers. Yeah. Because you have similar interests. I don't think being gay is enough to draw people together and form no, amazing friendships. No, Because that doesn't find your, define your personality. But I think there are people within the queer community who that is what defines them. It's funny that you said about, you know, you wouldn't uh, participate in a party like that because I had the same principle when it came to only, like, male parties, like Strauka Quilt. Mm, uh, guys Night. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, uh, why? Why? What's the point? Why? I didn't understand why. Why? It's always fun with girls, and uh, but recently, I've actually found myself being more curious in that. Like, oh, it's a like if it's a stag. Uh, stag well, night. you had one recently. Yes, I had one with you. I came to you it. Was came the first to one it. I've yes. ever been but to. It wasn't only heterosexual man. You no. were a gay man there, but uh, I. That's that's the only time I actually. Uh, actively invited only men to my uh, to a party of mine, and it was very lovely. Uh, and, and we watched that titty movie. <laughs> but it also goes against what I just said as well, yeah. which is that I said I will not come. Yeah, yeah, well, well and I debated against it for a little while in my head. I was like, do I go? Do I not go? Because it's a little bit against. Yeah, but it isn't the same thing because in the, the party you didn't want to come to is only gay men. Yeah, but it wasn't only straight men in my party. Mm-hmm. You were. I was gay. the. T- I was. <laughs> Look at the good you do. I'm, I'm sorry of the way it sounds, but yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I actually having throughout the years since I was a kid been actively hanging around with girls and yeah. uh, girls are like have always been a part of my friends group like have a platonic relationship with a tons of girls. Yeah, and that's why I always thought. Why aren't you bringing any girls? Uh, when people ask me to those kind of parties, yeah. I thought, oh, are we just going to be there and talk about women? Yeah. And like, uh, uh, I'll be honest, the only thing that was yeah. different about that hangout was that Bilge and Sandra were there. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah, and it wouldn't have made much of a difference. No, it made no difference. No. Whatever. But yeah, anyway, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I mean, I don't personally actively, but I do understand that there is... A, a very can be a rift mm. and I see it all the time as a gay performer I have been told at events that I um, that are I, and often both I find this weird both groups are afraid of offending each other mm. so I've I've performed at 
you know, uh, gay events that were run by gay men that mm-hmm. lesbians will go to. Yeah. And I've been taken aside before I go on the stage yeah. and told, you're not going to make fun of lesbians, are you? Oh, okay. And my response to that is, why? Because, you know, why do they get to miss out having fun yeah. made of them? Yeah, that's... Because that's... then you're essentially just excluding them even more. Absolutely. That's... I, I, I feel the same thing about... Well, it's not... Com- it's not a... You shouldn't have this comparison, but I feel the same way when you talk about handicapped people mm. or mentally retarded people. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> I, was on, I was on the line there. Uh, no, you, you just, you can't say R. You can't, you can't say, you can't say retard. I thought if you added the ed. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's uh, intellectually impaired. Intellectually impaired. But yes. retarded isn't a bad word. But it's, it's society made it bad. It's politically incorrect. Yes, I know. Well, yeah. I feel the same way when I, 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 I'm not allowed to make fun of them. But then I'm excluding them. Or why shouldn't they have any of the fun? And even intellectually impaired people what have people? asked me... Well, is, How come uh, you don't make fun of us? They have not... That's not the exact question, but they asked me, do we think you should be allowed to make fun of us? And I said, yes, I think so, because that is what make because we are all equal. Yeah. And if you can't have jokes about you, you are, you are missing out on a certain sense of equality. Uh, and the other thing we were talking about, the, how the R word is now bad. Yeah. Doc Stanhope has a great bit in his uh, stand-up, which is... Uh, uh, and one one time, uh, the word moron yeah. was used to um, uh, to describe a mentally impaired person, moron. Mm-hmm. And then that word became uh, like a word of ridicule, to ridicule someone who is stupid. Yeah. So the people in charge or whoever of the language... Is said okay we must change the word now we can't use because moron is now a bad word we can't use it for mm-hmm. uh, intellectually impaired people mm. so let's find another word okay how about retarded okay let's use that one what happens mm. that word becomes a point of ridicule mm-hmm. so is intellectually impaired going to be the moron of the future i don't believe so why not because, because it's too complex. It's too complex. People went, oh, that's so intellectually impaired. Like, it's not yeah. going to happen. Well, they're going to use impaired. Mm, I don't know. I think it's, I think in the English language, it comes down to catchphrases and, you know, like even it, like who's using it and stuff. And no, I don't, I don't believe no. intellectually impaired is going to be. No, I like think they found, they found the solution. Intellectually impaired is too boring. Stops it. Yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. we got it. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> It's such a boring word. You can't turn it into an insult. No, you oh, cannot. Yes. And it just—it's—it's it's also not a funny word. But I've said, yeah. But uh, so get back to the uh, uh, the point. The rift. The uh, I think I. Because you were saying uh, this thing of uh, not attending parties that exclude people, I find myself being more cur- I I find myself saying yes to all man parties because. I've missed out on that my whole life and yeah. I'm starting to get curious about manliness. And why. Yes, and why. And I try not to go there to judge because in a fa- in a way, I do, there is so, there's like with all the, we're on a crossroad as a society mm-hmm. and um, 
feminism is nearly as bad of a word as it was years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there are some, there are lots of men becoming more and more defensive. So in effect, in a kind of wrong, but a kind of adorable way, I find these man parties to be interesting yeah. because that's like a safe place for this man who being hounded down by feminism and stuff. It's I'm not I don't agree with no. them being hounded down or if they're being like um, uh, yeah if they're if they're uh, 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 experiencing some inequality in a way, but I I kind of I kind of just find it funny mm. and mm. interesting. Mm. I agree. But I think those, those, this school of thought should die. And I went to yours soon. because I literally have never been invited to one. Yeah. Like, uh, like a, when I was talking before, I was talking about like gay parties where they're like, oh, we're not going to invite women and there's no lesbians coming. Like that's, mm-hmm. I'm never going to go to those. Um, but, uh, but I had never been invited to a straight men's night ever. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I will agree. I was curious. It was, it was uh, like like you said, it didn't make any difference. No, because you know I don't see sex or sexualities. I see people. See the see the person. I see people, not the disability. Through the people. Yeah, but uh, that was nice. That yes. Was nice. Now it's time for the answer of agony. But I need to pee. And oh. you, you you will do a. Uh, we have a seventh of March thing. Yes, okay. yes. If you are in Iceland in Reykjavik on the seventh of March. You should come along to Hurra, and you can be part of the Australia podcast recorded live. Yes, that's right. We do this with a live audience. That means that uh, the embarrassment of the week, the uh, how to speak Australian, get it to me straight, and of course, the ants of agony are all done live. Special part about the ants of agony being done live is the members of the audience get to send in the questions. It's fun. It's fabulous. It's everything you want on a Tuesday night at a bar in Reykjavik with reasonable prices on beer. Uh, the beers on tap they have there include the uh, Einstock brews, uh, which are the white ale and the pale ale. Um, they also have uh, wine uh, and and shots. Uh, Hurra is a venue. <laughs> I can hear you grasping for straws. And wine and, and shots. <laughs> I took a time. My bladder was very full. Uh, okay, so now it's time for the Ants of Agony. Now, uh, I've, I've got one, an interesting thing for you at the end of the Ants of Agony. But yeah. uh, but I have been sent some questions. So, uh, or do you have any? Have you no, been sent any? No, I asked for some, but I didn't get sent anyone. I never do. Okay, let me reason. just... Uh, right now. Okay, so the first question um, we have been sent. We've, there's quite a few interesting ones today. So one actually comes off exactly what we've been talking about a few times today. Here's a question. Is it possible to always be politically correct and funny at the same time? Yes, it's absolutely possible. And I think it's an amazing feat to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, the best if you because I feel like something sometimes being as uh, well, politically correct is a word I just 
is a, just a phrase I really hate using. Yeah. Because it sounds like I'm so politically incorrect. It sounds like you're trying to be a rapper, which I'm not. Yeah. When I do go th- towards the darkness or towards the filth, I'm not trying to be a bad boy. Yeah. I it just happens to be the thing that I'm good at being funny mm-hmm. with. And when you're a comedian, know your strength and stick to it. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, so sometimes feel like okay, this now I'm being just stereotypical me, or mm. like I'm being. Uh, or sometimes I feel like filth is my safe zone, and I really need to get out of my comfort bubble. Why? Because I like to experience mm-hmm. things and experiment things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I love my the jokes that I love the most are the surreal ones, the strange ones that are just funny because they're funny and have nothing to do with being bad or oh he crossed the line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it is and also I feel like sometimes the the uh, the the badness is like a crutch. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, I, I'm making it more. I'm using political incorrectness, if you will, or a uh, uh, filthy thing mm-hmm. to make the joke funnier, and and I try to avoid using it as a crutch because mm-hmm. sometimes, well, if you do it as a crutch, people will see through it. The the uh, at least smart audience members will see. Oh. He took a joke there, and he tried to he tried to it, take it farther by using political incorrectness. Yeah, or yeah. or like just swear words. Yeah, but uh, but it's absolutely possible to be politically in, uh, correct the whole time and funny. And if you can't do that, uh, you are a hero to me because those are the comedians I really look up to. They're very smart people. Yeah, I if mean you're, Brian Regan, yeah. uh, Jerry Seinfeld. There's a reason for them being the most popular comedians out there because they can perform for everyone. Mm. Uh, I would say RL is our uh, version, yeah, our version of that. And, and when people come to me and are like being trying to be cool or something, it's like, yeah, but you're not like Ari. You say things that people uh, people uh, are scared of saying and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just using this. Build. Yeah. I wish I could do what so I do. Does. I. Yes, so do I. Because he, the, what he is doing is pretty fucking genius. If and and if I knew how to do that, I would be doing it. Absolutely. Because it would it would pay more bills. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm I'm saying no to corporate gigs because I'm sick of going out there with my darkness yeah and hitting people in the face with it and they said we didn't pay for this yeah uh, i i get sick of going to corporate gigs and then they i say so who am i allowed to offend and they go what yeah and you say oh have you seen my stuff yeah. no we just heard you were funny yeah aha uh-huh. yeah if i if i could do the jerry seinfeld thing i would mm-hmm. there was actually a comedy room that was quite successful in melbourne it was called squeaky clean comedy yeah and the only prerequisite was that you were not allowed to swear or offend yeah i mean that's like that's an obstacle that's in very i mean i would like to at least try to make a set for that particular club mm. because i would well i want to see if i can do it mm-hmm because you know when I do my gluten shies I'm basically talking about poop for 10 minutes yeah but I don't see that as offensive no because you're talking about something that a lot of people suffer from (laughs) I do but people do get offended 
Right. There are a lot of people who get offended by the mention of poop. Oh. You know that. By the well, mention I just, I guess I'm immune. I don't notice yeah. it anymore. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't notice any, I don't notice either, but I get aware of it when I perform in front of a crowd like that. Mm. Like when there's older people. Yeah. And they go, so this is just what you do, poop jokes. Yes. Yes, and it took me years to just hone that craft. Yeah. <laughs> See, I had no idea earlier on in my stand-up career that I was offensive. No, I never because thought Because every, I was like, how is it that I'm offensive when almost everything I talk about is myself? Mm-hmm. Everything I talk about is stuff that's happened to me, stuff mm-hmm. that I've done. Right. But then when you break it down, it's like, well, then I share my opinions on certain people. Mm-hmm. And, right, right, and right. it's, it's but, uh, but getting back to what you were saying about the, the moments when you're not talking about poop and you're not, um, you know, you're like, I love those bits. I, I have that as well. Like the, the one, the one you really like, which you say is one of my darkest ones about that. And what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is, which I make a commentary about sexual slavery and, yeah. um, that, that I, I wish I could do more of that because yeah. that's, that's smart. Yeah. Well, that's very good. It's also very good because it's, it's social commentary. Yeah. That, that's, that's ultimately what yeah. I, I love. As long, uh, I mean, uh, if I can get a funny social commentary in there, I I am very p- pleased with myself. And my particular favorite of myself would be the, uh, have you seen women? Yes, <laughs> yes. But we won't give it away so people no. can actually go online and watch our stuff. Um, but we've got one more mm-hmm. question, uh, which says, um, okay. So it says, uh, so the question is to continue my studies in a sensible field where I'm likely to get a job or quit and realize my dream of going to art school, but risk the future of being 40 and still working the same service job I am now to support myself along with the art. It's an age old question. That one continue, continue sensible studies in a job where you get in a field where you're going to get a job. Or quit and go to art school. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Uh, I mean... Uh, I think it's what we are about us in Australia is that you should follow your dream. However... 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 My, my response to that is mm-hmm. art is so subjective mm-hmm. that... I understand going to art school. Mm-hmm. I never went to art school. No. I, I never, um, like, I never studied at comedy school. I never... No, no, uh, I wouldn't trust anything that would be called a comedy, comedy school. Comedy school, no, no. Even though, I mean, there are, there are reputable workshops out there. We're not dissing anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think art is so subjective. I don't see a problem in finishing your studies. But... And this is something I've, I've noticed with a lot of people who've succeeded in, in the, the art or the performance industry is that they, they, the art or the performance started as a hobby uh-huh. that they then managed to turn into a career. Right. And I think it's like, for me, because I get one of the things I get asked on dating apps all the time, what are your hobbies? What are your hobbies? And I just find that such a weird... I don't have hobbies. No. I wake up. I find a way to... I work on this project. I work on this project. Sometimes I make money from it. Sometimes I don't. So I guess that's what my yeah. attitude to hobbies Hobby, is. Yeah, it's true. Hobby I don't have hobbies. Hobby is something that you do in your free time when you're not working. Yeah. 
And it sounds like you build trains, sets. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> I don't see myself ever having a hobby. And the closest thing I got a hobby Fishing. is like collecting yeah. all these movies. But now it's just basically <clears throat> just because I love watching movies. Yeah. And I love watching movies because it's fuel for what I'm doing. Exactly. And and I think I think my response to this person would be, if you don't hate what you're studying, if you actually enjoy your studies that will take you and get you a job mm-hmm. in, a, in a respectable place, there's nothing wrong with that. Because as a man in my 30s, there, are, there have been times, I don't hate my life, but there have been times when I've actually thought, oh, I had the opportunity to study this skill, which would have meant that I would have had a job where I could juggle the performance career with better. Mm-hmm. And I think there's nothing wrong with doing that and like... Not just putting it aside, but, you know, if you have a nine to five job and you get, you know, four or five weeks holiday a year and you want to put it on an art show, what's wrong with that? Absolutely. You know, instead of, I would say just use it to take up the place that people who are satisfied with that sensible job would fill with hobbies. Yeah. And like, uh, of course, it's not, you know, if we're going to be realistic, uh, you won't, you couldn't put up an art show at, at least at a reputable gallery no. if you weren't uh, hadn't been out there before or at least had some education but that's why we have the internet yeah hey i've i've had professional jobs as a film editor mm. i never went to film school no well i did go to art school but uh, uh, i i think the thing is with art school also is that maybe five to ten percent of people who go there actually become working artists mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and there are artists out there, out there, for example, you who haven't gone to art school. So it's basically, what are you looking for in art school? Yeah. Are you wanting it to be like, uh, you want to be world famous and stuff? Because that's a bad reason. Yeah. Like if you just want to make art mm. and be passionate about it. I mean, if it would interest you to go to art school, mm. yeah. then do it. I went to art school because it was, well... People were going to university, and I didn't want to go to another school where I actually, uh, quote-unquote, learn stuff. I want to go where I do stuff. And also, what the number one thing that art school did for me mm-hmm. was, it gave me three years to make mistakes. Yeah. It gave me three years of a safe space to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So, because I, I did countless of... Uh, artworks in there and uh, they got critiqued by the teachers and the other students and that's such a good thing to experience before you actually go out into the deep end Mm -hmm. go out into reality and Mm -hmm. do art there so uh, there are of course many cases of people who don't go to art school and don't know anything about art at all Mm and put their art out there and they get bad critiques and they go like oh it's just snobbery you yeah. have to go to art school you have to be a part of a clique to get it well in the same case there are a lot of people that haven't gone to art school and do art shows or whatever put the stuff out there and get great reviews mm-hmm. so it's just it's basically all on you baby and in the comment of um you know not wanting to be 40 and working in the same service job you're in now there's nothing wrong with that if it's if it's on the journey to getting to where you want to be mm. and it helps you 
that's fine. Yeah. I've had this conversation with so many people before. A good friend of mine recently was telling me, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to work in a cafe. I just want to do art. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, do you know how to make money from art right now? No. So you're going to have to work in a cafe and yeah. you just got to suck it up. Yeah. Because it's all temporary. If you, you, and the, you know, there's no such thing as an overnight success. Whenever somebody has experienced that, they've probably been working 10 years minimum at something before it's been picked up or they've been noticed. It's really unusual that it just happens overnight. Absolutely. And all of this, if it, if it helps you to stay alive, there's nothing wrong with it. Also, yeah, there's no such thing as an overnight success. So if you go to art school and if you do good in art school, that doesn't mean as soon as shit. you graduate, yeah. you're going to have be a working artist. After I graduated, I had a regular job for years, mm. a few years at least. Uh, uh, but I was working constantly on my art. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, because you don't have hobbies. Was, yeah. It's what you do. Yeah, it's what I do. And and now you. So, I mean, you. Would you say like it's only been recently that you're starting to get to the point where you can be comfortable from it? Yeah, after been working at, at. Well, I've been doing only art for fifteen years, maybe ten. No, maybe ten years. Mm. I've been doing art since I graduated for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. But I've been. Uh, work a working artist solely for 10 years but that's always I've always been on the edge and, yeah. I, and often been very broke but no, it's not until now that I'm getting kind of comfortable and I'm still not that comfortable no so I, I mean I'm just lucky that I don't have a kid because then I would have You'd to be have, screwed yeah, then, yeah. I couldn't do, then I couldn't collect all these DVDs man yeah and I actually I, I a great friend of ours um, Makamok Mm-hmm. I once, uh, 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 I think it was like the end of last year, I was telling her how exhausted I was because I had all these jobs. And she said to me once, how much is your rent per month? And I told her. And she said, so only do those jobs for that amount of money. Mm. Right. You know, work, you just, just work out how much you need to make. Mm-hmm. Just make it and then spend the rest of your time working on the stuff that you like, which will eventually make you money. Mm-hmm. If you, know, you keep on working, if you, if just, you keep it, you, you have to keep your nose to the grindstone, and you cannot expect that it's going to happen. No. Yeah. Ah, oh, that was nice. I hope that helped. I hope that helped. If you really want to go to art school and it interests you more than what you're studying, do it. But just know that that's uh, one of my greatest. When I was in acting school, my one of the greatest lessons I learned from the teacher I had, Miriana Vistevsky was her name, was she said that there's two kind of ways you can go about about life you know you can get that nine to five job yeah that's going to give you holidays every year it's going to give you a great pension plan and the the lows won't be very um bad but the highs probably won't be Mm -hmm. or you know the life of the performer or the artist when it's good it's fucking amazing and then when it's bad it's terrible yeah and so that's the, the difference between them. If you can handle that life where you go, it's good now, but I've got to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm keeping on top of things because it's not going to last and I'm going to go months without getting a decent gig, then that's fine. It's for you. If you cannot handle that, then you just need to have the nine to five job. Absolutely. And did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large and the light that you shine can be seen. Baby, ring, 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 a kiss from a rose on the grass. Ooh, 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 ooh,
Takk fyrir að hlusta.